the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Fellow redeemed, when the servant returned to tell his master that those who had been invited to the banquet refused his invitation, well, the master became angry. Why? Surely you've all declined invitation to dinners. Right? Things come up. You have other plans. Not only that, I'm sure you've had your invitations declined. Did you get angry? Maybe you were a little offended. Yet again, we know things come up. We have other plans. So why did this master get so angry? Well, it's important to understand here that Jesus' words to us this morning are that of a parable. They hide and reveal truths about the kingdom of God. And what he reveals to us this morning is that the master of the house, the man who threw this great banquet, is none other than God the Father. And the banquet that the Father provides is none other than that of the gospel, right? The forgiveness of sins, eternal life and salvation that Jesus has won for you through his death on the cross and through his glorious resurrection from the dead. And through God's called servants, this gospel proclamation now goes out. God the Father invites those who deserve to die, to come and feast in faith on the meal that is his son that gives eternal life and salvation. He offers to them the gospel that brings life to all believers who eat of this meal. And he does so freely. Notice what the people had to bring. Nothing. You don't have to bring a bottle of wine. You don't have to bring a dish to pass. When God says everything is ready, well, it's ready. It's as if the Father were saying, Jesus has done it all for you. He kept the law in your place. He bore your sin. He drank the cup of my wrath against your sin. He died the death that you deserve. He won for you forgiveness and life. Nothing is left undone. It is finished. Come, for the banquet of salvation is ready, and it is ready now. Don't have to wait. And notice how some respond to this great feast, this banquet of salvation. Some reject it. They refuse to turn back and instead continue on the path to eternal destruction. And as a result, God is rightfully angry. He purchased their salvation. He freed and he freely offered it to them. And yet these people reject his generosity. They reject his love. In the parable, the three excuses made for not attending the banquet were not so that they could go out and do evil things, these wicked things, no. 
The excuses made speak of property, possessions, marriage. I bought a field. I bought five yoke of oxen. I have married a wife. These things are not bad in and of themselves. They're all blessings from God. The issue is that these people made these things the priority over attending the banquet. It's important for us to remember that man doesn't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. When you put hearing God's word above everything else, well, you'll find out that God is the one who takes care of your house. He's the one that takes care of your farm and animals. He's the one that takes care of your marriage and your children. So don't worry. Do not be anxious about tomorrow. When God says come to the banquet, come and rejoice in the feast that he's prepared for you in Christ Jesus. And you'll notice that these three excuses are similar to the excuses that people give today for missing church for despising reading and studying God's word in their homes. I have a field. I have to go out and work. Please have me excuse God. I'm yoked to my job and I have to make money. Please have me excuse God. I've married a wife and we and the kids have sports and vacations and family gatherings to attend. Please have me excuse God. When we prioritize other things, even the good things that God has given us, and we're placing them above the God who created us, who redeems us, who sanctifies us, who makes us holy. When you place things above God and His life-giving word, it's a sin. It's idolatry. We heard it last week as the rich man placed, uh, made money and possessions his God. Those things were his priority. Fellow redeemed, this text stands as a warning to each and every single one of us. Convicts each and every single one of us. To reject coming to church is a sin. To reject hearing and studying God's word is a sin. And to reject these things is dangerous. Because there is no life apart from God's banquet of salvation. The banquet that he gives to us in his word and through his sacraments. Each and every single one of us can fall away from faith in Christ. And the eternal life that only He can give to us. We can fall into false belief, despair, other great shame and vice through the lies of the devil, through the pleasures of the world, through our sinful flesh. So it is that God would have us live a life of daily repentance, 
He would have us repent for the times that we've despised word and sacrament, for the times we've despised his banquet of salvation by making excuses, having other priorities. He would have us see the severity of our sins. He would have us see that we are the spiritually poor and crippled and blind and lame because of sin. Because of sin and its wages of death, we are in desperate need of this banquet of salvation. And there's nothing, nothing that is more important in the entire world than what God gives to us. Apart from His gracious invitation, there wouldn't be eternal life, but there would be eternal death. Turning our attention back to the parable, see that the the master's anger is right, is just. He will punish those who reject his invitation. And yet, notice what he does next. He immediately extends this banquet invitation to others. And not only does he invite others, he invites those who are reduced to begging on account of poverty or blindness or crippling disease. Jesus says, the master of the house said to his servant, go out quickly to the streets and lanes of the city and bring in the poor and crippled and blind and lame. And the servant said, sir, what you have commanded has been done. And still there is room. The master said to the servant, Go out to the highways and hedges and compel the people to come in, that my house may be filled. Well, redeemed, while, there, while God certainly will punish those who reject this banquet, we see that the invitation to his banquet still goes out. God will fill his out, fill his house. With the banquet of salvation ready, the eating and drinking of the gospel and faith will take place. The compelling that Jesus speaks of is nothing forceful, because you can't force anybody to believe. The compelling that Jesus speaks of shows the power of of the Holy Spirit, through the preaching of the gospel. The good news that reveals the peace has been won through the blood of the cross. It's the gracious invitation to sit down at the Lord's table, to eat and to drink that which we don't deserve. Fellow redeemed, God would have you rejoice this day in the certainty of his invitation to you and the certainty of your place at his table. He would have you see that it's here in the divine service that this invitation goes out. Come, for the banquet of salvation is ready. And it's ready for you now.
It's placed before you now through God's word and his sacraments of baptism and the Lord's Supper. Jesus invites those who, because of sin, are spiritually poor and maimed and lame and blind. Jesus doesn't invite those who have it all together. Jesus invites the spiritually poor sinners who can't get rid of their sin. Jesus invites those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, a righteousness that only Jesus can give. Jesus invites sinners to where forgiveness is freely given. He invites you to eat and drink of his body and his blood, which are true life and salvation. And you know what? He charges nothing for this banquet. It's free. And it's for you. And it's ready now. Not tomorrow. Not next week. Not next month. It's ready today. You don't have to wait till you're in heaven. Through the blood of Christ, it is finished, as Jesus declared on the cross. All of your debts are paid for. All of your sins have been removed. All shame is forgiven in Christ's death on the cross. And in his resurrection, he rose to open the gates of heaven to you. And now, there's nothing left to do but to receive. Come, for the banquet of salvation is ready. And here, you will find rest for your soul. God be praised. Amen. Peace of God, which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord.